0: Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. Your home for tips, insight and discussion on the English Top 4 Leagues. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in as ever.
0: Yeah, a bit of a lie there in the intro to the podcast this week because we don't really have many of the Football League this week, do we?
1: Uh, Not really, no. It's uh, very Premier League heavy. With about eight games to choose from um, in the rest of the <laughs> rest yeah. of the leagues.
0: Not even that, I don't think. Like six.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, slim pickings.
0: Um, so yeah, we'll go through the final round of Premier League fixtures. Um, they're all being played this Sunday, all kicking off at three o'clock. Um, so we'll go through those in detail as usual. Then we'll take a look through the playoff picture. So Champ, League One, League Two give our predictions on who we think is going to win each one Um, and then we'll have the usual Bonpour Treble fantasy football uh, stuff at the end Um, we'll crack on then Premier League first game out Burnley versus Bournemouth Burnley are 11 to 10 favourites the draw 9 to 4 and Bournemouth are 5 to 2 the Clarets to end the season on a high?
1: yeah um, European football Daesh nominated for manager of the year. Um, I think they'll send their home fans happy uh, with a comfortable victory. Um, you know, Bournemouth are capable, but I think 11-10 to 10 for a victory for the home side is, uh, is what we're looking for.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, only one defeat in their last six home games for Burnley, so they've got a pretty good record at Turf Moor. They did get panned by Arsenal last week, which is a bit disappointing. I didn't think they'd roll over 5-0 but um, doesn't matter really does it job done European football secured fantastic season and it was Wenger's last game in charge so they they couldn't spoil the party could they?
1: (laughs) Well trust me Sean Dyche would have wanted to (laughs) Um, but yeah uh, completely panned Um, but Bournemouth you know they've, they've been really really not very good recently have they they're They've had a poor end to the season. Finally mathematically um, got survival done and dusted with that victory over now Doom Swansea, but you know, before that they hadn't won they'd won one game in their last ten. So they've hardly been on fire, have they?
0: No, not at all. Um, rubbish end to the season. But twelfth as they sit at the moment, I'm sure they'd be pretty content with that. Um yeah. So we both think here, Burnley win eleven to ten. Uh, that's the way to go. Palace, West Brom. Then uh, Palace are eight to eleven. The draw eleven to four, and the Baggies seven to two. It's such a shame that West Brom left it so late to actually perform, um, because the last podcast we did, since then they've beaten Spurs. Yet unfortunately. Um, results haven't gone their way and they've unfortunately been relegated. It's It was coming, um, but great positive signs for next season. If they can keep Darren Moore, um, keep as much of the squad, I guess, as possible and uh, really give it a good go in the champ with the momentum they've built at the end of this season.
1: Yeah, no reason for, uh, for West Brom to you know be too concerned. Uh, first manager in history to win manager during a month and get relegated on the same day. Uh, Darren Moore
0: <laughs> probably be the <laughs> so, only one as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, his, uh... um yeah. So his day would have started off great and ended just just terribly.
0: What a thing to um, put on your CV that is.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah, everyone, everyone is just thinking, you know, what if, right? So. Yeah. You know, you yourself were calling for Pardew's head um, for a long time. And, you know, if they had acted upon that, they may be out of it. But they're not. They're going down. But as you said, at least there's uh, some positivity there for next season. Because I think if they went down with Pardew still in charge, the negativity would have just would have just swallowed the club up.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, you're right. Um, and now, surely they've got to go with Darren Moore permanently. What more can this guy do to get the job? Literally, literally, he could do no more.
1: No pun intended.
0: <laughs> I um, did not even realise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, what more can Moore do? Um, yeah, got to give him a go at least. Um, that's if he wants it. I'm sure he will. Yeah. I'm sure he'll want it. Yeah, um sure back to the game I think both teams to score is a good shout um, even though West Brom you know they're hardly even under Darren Moore and even as good as they've been they're still not that expansive team are they um, they're still relying on set pieces they're still you know, still not pretty on the eye um, so both teams to score 3-4 to four. I think that's the best bet for this game
0: yeah I agree um, I think if I had to go for a result, I'd go with the draw, thirteen to five. Um, but three to four, both teams to score. Yep, yeah, I like that. Alternatively, a bit worse odds, but West Brom on their own to score is is one to two. So a couple of routes to go down for this game, I think. But West Brom, for me, will definitely get at least one goal. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think this will be a good game. Yeah, I think it'll
0: be. I agree. Pressure's off both sides now, so yeah, entertain the fans. Yeah, um, we'll move on then to Arsene Wenger's last ever match in charge of Arsenal. At least um, it's Huddersfield at home to the Gunners. Huddersfield are nineteen to four favourites. The draw sixteen to five, and Arsenal eight to fifteen. I'm really struggling as to which route to go down here. Uh, Arsenal terrible away form. Not still not picked up a point away from home. um in 2018, which is the worst record out of all 92 Premier League and Football League clubs. And Huddersfield, I've seen the pictures this evening of their survival party that they've had up until 6 am in the morning outside the strippers, smoking fags, drinking beer. I think they're still going to be hungover by the time Sunday comes round.
1: And Joe, you know what? I absolutely love it. <laughs> Drink it in. Drink it in because they've done an incredible job.
0: They have. They really have.
1: Um, I I personally, I didn't give them a chance. I looked at their final games, the way they've been playing, and yeah, that was me doing that. I honestly just wrote them off. Yeah, um, me too. And I'm, I don't mind admitting that. Um, yeah, good on them. I think, I think the pressure's going to be off. Wenger's last ever game, I think Arsenal... I don't know. It's hard to back a team away from home that's been that is the worst in the country. Yeah, officially.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's hard saying that. I'm I'm going to go Arsenal eight to fifteen. Huddersfield have done their job. Nothing to play for now. You'd like to think the players were put in a similar performance to how they did um, last weekend against Burnley for Arsenal, where they really put in a, put in a shift and make Vaya go out on a high. Um and if they play at their best, they're gonna be way too strong for Huddersfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um Obamayang's been on absolute fire as well. And and as Lacazette, but Lacazette is in the shadow a little bit more so. Um yeah, if I had to I'd go for Arsenal, even though, you know, their their record away from home doesn't really excite me 8
0: no. to 15 no me neither um we'll move on then liverpool at home to brighton so liverpool are 1 to 6 the draw 13 to 2 and brighton are 12 to 1 again since the last podcast brighton have made themselves safe with a victory over man united uh, fantastic achievement from chris hutton chris and the boys i don't think they'll beat liverpool away i don't think it's going to be a battering though
1: no, no. Um, again, you know, uh, me and you, were, you know, debating this, weren't we? The Liverpool-Chelsea game where we're saying, you know, I, I think Liverpool are just... I feel like everything is a sideshow, as it should be, by the way. Liverpool yeah. at home to Brighton is a complete sideshow to the Champions League final. But I think that's reflected in performance. Yeah, I think you will get a Liverpool win in front of their home fans. Uh, but it's not going to be easy. Uh, um, Brighton are stubborn, but they've only scored 10 goals away from home this season. 10.
0: Yeah, it's not great.
1: It's hard to see them score. It, it honestly is. I completely
0: really agree. Um, 13 days separate this match and the Champions League final. So I'm pretty sure Klopp will play a pretty much full-strength squad as far as he can, um, considering that they need at least a point to guarantee Champions League for next season, uh, so I think they'll uh, they'll they'll really go for this one and get a victory. But I don't think, as I say, it'll be a battering.
1: One to six. Not not interested. Crap odds. Rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish. Move on. Get <laughs> we'll, me out of here.
0: We'll move on to more crap odds. Man United at home to Watford. Um, United a two to seven for this one. The draw 19 4 and Watford are eight to one. It's a comfortable man United win for me here. Drab nil nil. Um players are just going to be looking towards the FA Cup final now, aren't they? Similar to how Liverpool are going to be looking towards the Champions League.
1: Yeah. Um yeah you know, United away at West Ham. What a what an absolute snore fest. Boring, um, yeah. United, United in general. God, I hate Mourinho. I hate that. He, I feel like he's tarnishing good young talent like Martial and Rashford. Um, can't get the best out of Pogba, yeah. who's supposed to be one of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The guy's done for me. He's, he's way, way past it.
0: Yeah, just on um, that point as well, um, I keep seeing rumours... Um, that Manchester United are heavily, heavily interested in Ryan Sessegnon from Fulham, um, looking to buy him in the summer. They're favourites in the uh, in the betting market to sign him. Not that that particularly means an awful lot, but um, I really, really hope he doesn't go there. Really, really
1: hope not. Um, yeah, I can see why it'd be attractive. Of course, you can. You know, one of the biggest clubs in the world still, even though they're they're in a dark time for United but yeah Look, Mourinho is not the manager you want to be nurturing you
0: absolutely not not a chance um, Watford though what do you think is going to happen to them um, Sack the manager, to play, sat- get 100. new
1: players <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever heard of any of them uh, yeah just copy and paste can't stand Watford either this will no. be a terrible game this will be so bad
0: yeah, I, I actually remember us in one of the last few podcasts last season um, saying exactly the same things we're saying now. I'm pretty sure we said, yeah, they've finished just above the relegation zone. They're going to sack the manager, get a raft of random players in, rinse and repeat, same thing next season. And it's it is happened and again. You know It's happened again.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and do you know what? I liked the way Watford were going in pre-season. They signed people I'd heard of, they had too much of a foreign core so they tried to bring in you know some english talent to kind yep. of relate to the fans a bit more and you know bring bring a bit of that english grit and teamwork and work rate to it and then silver you know whatever happened with him happened and yeah now we're back to square one again for watford i i would hate to be a watford fan
0: Oh, I'd hate it. it. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Horrible.
0: Um, Man, you to win this game though. Steady win two 0 something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Couldn't care less.
0: <laughs> odds are rubbish anyway. Two, <laughs> two, to seven. Yeah, couldn't
1: give them all these rubbish on. odds.
0: Um, what I would say as well, Watford haven't scored in their last seven away league games, so I don't expect that to to change anytime soon. Um nope. We'll move on though. Newcastle against Chelsea. Newcastle are five to one for this. The draw three to one, and Chelsea eleven to twenty. And um, Chelsea need to win to have any chance of Champions League football next season. They'll be thoroughly disappointed by that draw against Huddersfield, won't they? Because that really is two points dropped. Um, they've had such a good run towards the end of this season. If they'd have won that game, they'd have been level on points uh, with Liverpool. And it would have been all to play for. Now they're relying on Liverpool to lose against Brighton, which I really can't see happening. Which
1: isn't happening.
0: No. No.
1: No, it's honestly not happening. Um, Chelsea have been great, haven't they, towards the end of the season? But again, we talk about Watford having a pattern. Chelsea have got a pattern. It's more successful, but it's still a pattern. Yeah. Win the league, drop off miraculously. (laughs) Not even remotely look like retaining <laughs> your title. Sack the manager, new one comes in, same kind of core of players, rally around, win the league. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Chelsea will win this. I think they're a decent price. 11 to 20, Newcastle lots proper flip-flopping right Jeez, now, aren't yeah, they?
0: Majorly, majorly. Put all the work in, got to 40 points. That's it. Job done. On the plane, Dubai. Here we go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they they just can't wait to get on that plane. Wife and kids, few Instagram snaps. Yeah, <laughs> they they could they could not give a monkeys about this game. No, nope. um, I think Rafa cares. Rafa cares, but um, yeah, you know, Chelsea to me. I think they'll win eleven to twenty, and Giroud striker in form. It's hard not to back them.
0: Yep, I agree. Um we'll move on then. Southampton against Man City. Southampton are eleven to two, the draw seven to two, and Man City are four to nine. Um can you see any kind of relegation miracle happening for Swansea? In order for Swansea no. to stay up and Southampton to go down, there's gonna to have to be a nine goal swing. Between the two clubs in their games, Man City are capable of scoring goals, but surely, you know, there's not going to be anything like that that's going to happen.
1: No, 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 it's it's not (laughs) happening. It's not happening. Uh, Swansea, to me, Swansea have admitted defeat in week in midweek by announcing that uh, Carvajal is leaving. Yep. When there's a chance, you have to go out there and you have to give it your all. You have to. I f- think this is a really poor decision by Swansea. If this decision has been made, fair enough. Keep it in-house. Go out there. Try and win 5-0. Hope that City batter Southampton. You know, positive vibes only. It's it's hard, I know, but yep. the Carvajal thing, basically was the final nail in the coffin for me. It's like they don't even want to try.
0: No, I agree. Completely agree. They're, uh, well, looking at the Southampton City game, what would you go for here? Uh, Southampton, as we're saying, pretty much safe. Um, Man City, nothing to play for other than the goal of trying to get to 100 points. I would probably City win both teams to score.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, City to win is all I've wrote down here. I know it's four to nine and you know it's not amazing, but we've seen City at worst prices this season. Uh, to get to 100 points would be inc- incredible. Um, and I think Guardiola is that driven. I think that he's gonna he's gonna make that happen. Perhaps three one something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Um, if you think Southampton will score a goal, that's four to seven. Uh, but as I say, City win Southampton to score. That's priced at seventeen to ten.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think um, I think City are capable of conceding a couple, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they're going to be way more relaxed. So, yeah, I think that's a good shout from yourself.
0: Cool. Thank you very much. We'll move on then to Swansea. Talk about them in a bit more detail. Uh, they're 4-5 to five to beat Stoke at home. Uh, the draw's 5-2, to two, Stoke are 7-2. Swansea, they've, they've got to go for it. 4-5, to five, do you think they'll win? They've had real problems scoring goals. I don't think they scored in, what, like six of their last eight games they've not scored a goal?
1: I don't trust them. I don't trust them. And the reason being is, again, because I feel like they've thrown the towel in. I feel like with that Carla Hall announcement, they have honestly just said, OK, we're done. Yep. Right. Whatever. Um, I think Stoke could, inf- they're relegated. Sometimes you see teams that are relegated. You know, we've seen Sunderland. They beat Wolves 3-0 on the mm. final day of the regular championship season. Pressures off. Again, Stoke. Yeah, they're away. They've been awful. They deserve to go down. But honestly, I do not trust Swansea at all. I, I'm, I'm honestly siding towards Stoke.
0: Really? Mm. I mean, yeah. I st- honestly
1: am. Yeah, pressures um, off.
0: No.
1: Swansea. All the pressure's on them. They've admitted defeat basically, and they can't score. For me, I think I think Stoke. Honestly, no. I really do. I think the, the um, problem. Seven to two
0: for me the problems run too deep at Stoke at the moment. We've seen Butland come out, criticise teammates. Charlie Adams come out to the media criticising the attitude of teammates as well. Um I think there's real divisions in divisions in that dressing room. Um and I can't see them getting a victory here. As bad as Swansea have been. I just think they're you know, that's it, they're done. They all just wanna go home and le- turf out a ton of the players, I think, from that dressing room.
1: Yeah, and you know, you're you're totally, totally right. Um I completely see where you're going with this. But I just think sometimes, you know, you see you know, Sunderland. Sunderland in inarguably a bigger mess than Stoke. Holy, and they managed to beat top of the league 3 0. Um Stranger things have happened. I am honestly siding towards Stoke. Do
0: you know what? If I was a Sunderland fan, I think I'd rather have lost that 3 0 than seeing the team win it 3 0.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's salt in the wounds, and yeah,
0: because you think, well, why have you performed? Why have you done that today? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> where's that been for the last, you know, twenty weeks? Yeah, we have needed. It
1: that's a mentality thing, right? It, yeah, you know, it's like you know, they're they're just not right mentally. Oh. Um, maybe the pressure was too much. Maybe the you know, playing at home and everything. I don't know.
0: Speaking about Sunderland that actually leads us nicely on to what I want to talk to you about next, and that's the uh, the odds for the vacant, well, the soon to be vacant Swansea managerial post. Uh, front runner Chris Coleman, good fit.
1: <sighs> Damaged goods, isn't he? Now, yeah, unfortunately, um, it's crazy how football can can change like that. I really admired him taking the Sunderland job. In my opinion, that was one of the hardest jobs in English football um, awesome. at the time. Yeah, And I don't know. I don't know. I think they need a manager that's really going to excite the fans. And I think Coleman right now would be met with a bit of negativity. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take him. To be honest, unfortunately, as good a job as he did at Wales, um, club football's a different beast, and he's for me. I've not been convinced by him.
1: No, 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 neither have I, and I like him. I like him. He's. I think he's one of the good guys, but uh, you can argue pretty much everywhere he's been, apart from maybe Fulham, he, he's not delivered as much as he should have.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, looking down the list though we've got our our old mate Graham Potter is uh, second in the betting
1: he's honestly destined to manage in England isn't he at some stage
0: I can't wait until this guy comes into English football
1: there's a rumour
0: with every single job pretty much by the top few that go up
1: every every job yeah. yeah I can't wait to actually see this guy in I don't know where he's going to end up but let's be real he's going to make that move soon isn't he and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to just get him off the bay <laughs> <laughs> to be honest
0: um, a few of the other managers on here um, Alan Curtis been at Swansea before hasn't he um, Paul Cook currently managing Wigan um, Cameron Toshak not not got a clue who he is relationship to John Toshak perhaps assuming um, Frank de Boer, Roberto Martinez, Alan Pardew. Then we're going down into some of the more ridiculous. Frank Lampard. What
1: more? Patrick, more ridiculous than Alan Pardew?
0: Frank Lampard, Patrick Clivert, Jurgen Jurgen
1: Klinsmann,
0: Arsene <laughs> Wenger.
1: <I>, Arsene <laughs> Wenger. <laughs> I honestly, I would rather have a rookie like Frank Lampard, like anyone out there that's looking to get into management yeah. um, then someone like Pardew Yeah. Oh, could absolutely. come on that yeah. guy cannot get another job no. like that surely
0: I'm not having it if he surely. does it's ridiculous yeah. absolutely ridiculous
1: um, interesting times ahead anyway
0: yeah um, that's Swansea let's look at Stoke do you think they'll stick with Paul Lambert
1: no should they no
0: no should have they Should they have appointed him in the first place no
1: do they have themselves to blame for relegation <laughs> Absolutely. freaking lootly yeah it's uh, yeah not not impressed not impressed with uh, Stoke on and off the pitch at no, the moment
0: Matty uh, uh, I think um, this
1: is... should get should get rid of uh, Lambert as soon as possible
0: yeah I think they're going to struggle next season actually Stoke unless they recruit well um, Butlin's obviously going to go there's a Shakiri's going to go there's probably a lot of players there that have been brought in on big wages um recruitment's all been wrong and i think uh, maybe Saido Berahino might stay and actually score a goal in the champ
1: i, I wouldn't i wouldn't count on it i wouldn't count on it
0: <laughs> will he ever score doesn't again doesn't have
1: the attitude doesn't have the attitude or the talent no. um no not for me no. um bad egg Bad egg. You don't. You don't want those kind of players at, at your football club.
0: No, I agree. Um, we'll move on though to Tottenham, Leicester, uh, Spurs three to ten, the draw nine to two, and Leicester eight to one. Spurs win for me. Spurs win for you.
1: Yep, Spurs win. Leicester have been really poor aren't they towards the end of the season. Spurs. Yep. You get the feeling they just can't wait to get out of Wembley. Um, yeah. Spurs all day for me. Very comfortable, yeah, I think.
0: I agree. Um uh, last game then. West Ham Everton. Uh Hammers thirteen to ten. The draw nine to four. Everton twenty one to ten. Uh two managers who could very well be taking their last games in charge of both of these clubs, Moisey and Allardyce. Who's gonna win it? Draw for me, nine to four.
1: Yeah, draw for me as well. I always feel like Big Sam. He's the kind of guy that has a chip on his shoulder. So formerly a West Ham manager, he's gonna really wanna do one over on them, even though it's you know a, a nothing nothing game really. Um I think it'll be quite bitter and sour. Yeah. Um in terms of the manager's futures, I don't think Moyes has done a bad job. If I was if I was a West Ham board, thank God I'm not. Uh, but I, I, would keep Moisey in. To be honest, Salad, um, salad ice? <laughs> Saladice, Sam Salad <Allardyce. laughs> Saladice. I would get get rid of Ruddy Saladice.
0: <laughs> Saladice,
1: jeez. Um, yeah, Sam for me. Whole different, whole different being, um, whole different situation. What do, you, what do you think? Moise to stay, Moise to go. Allardyce to stay, aladice to go.
0: Chop them both out
1: chop them both <laughs> get, get
0: gone out Um. Yeah,
1: even Moisey
0: yep yeah, even Moisey he's not he's done okay you know there's
1: yeah uh, and what, what 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 else could he have done
0: got a few more wins on the board not conceded 67 goals this season which is the worst yeah, in the league
1: not, they're not all they're not all under his tenure
0: no but he's been there long enough now
1: well, no, I disagree. I disagree. Who what what did West Ham expect? They wanted to be safe, right? They wanted to be safe. They they came in and said, Bloody hell Moisey. We moved into this honking stadium and if we go down, the fans already hate us. We're gonna be in all sorts of trouble. Come and save us. Moisey's coming, he's gone yet, yeah, no worries. He's got the best out of Outovich. He's made Lanzini a better player. He's tried to incorporate some young players. He's doing the best he can. Keep him in. West Ham need a bit of stability right now. Moyes is your man.
0: Mm. I'm not sold, but I know why you're saying that. I still like him and dice they bore me. They really bore me. I'm sick of these old British managers, you know, in charge of these clubs. Out. I want them out. And I want younger British talent coming through and giving a go.
1: But we saw the managerial appointments this season. There's too much at stake. There's too much at stake. You're not telling me that, I don't know, let's name, like Craig Bellamy, for example. He's been quite vocal in the fact that he's trying to get into management. He can't get a job. Give him a go. Yeah, and that's easy to say.
0: Well, look how well, look how say. well Paul Lambert turned out at Stoke. Look how well Pardew turned out look at West how well, Brom.
1: Look how well Roy Hodgson turned out.
0: Yeah, he's done excellently. Can't can't deny Allardyce
1: that. Is, Allardyce has done well in the short term. He's been a success.
0: I just think I'd like to see more given an opportunity.
1: Listen, I'm all for young English talent. I I want to see it. I want to see more of it. But I'm just saying. The stakes are too high. The chairman—they want to go in and get wily old folk. <laughs> Come in, save save their clubs because you know Marco Silva. He came in. Yeah, he was unknown. He's young. He's not British, but he was young and unknown.
0: Yeah, I know. I like, I like that. Down. I like that.
1: Yeah, all went down.
0: Yeah, but he he did well, and then he got a subsequent Premier League job.
1: What? What if they got Roy De Boy in? Who knows? He could have kept him up. It swings and roundabouts. There's arguments for both sides. I
0: just think if, if Craig Bellamy was called like Pedro Hernandez, people would give him more of a shot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe the fact that the fact that Craig Bellamy was not everyone's most liked player ever probably holds him back a bit as well um but yeah well fingers crossed Craig Bellamy is just an example of probably hundreds of cases yeah that, that aren't as high profile right so I, I want to see young English managers but I'm just saying there's too much at stake
0: yeah fair enough I understand your points um Let's have a look now. That wraps up the Premier League. I'm a bit disappointed actually with the Premier League that there's not really much to play for on the final day. It's not the most exciting final day or bunch of matches that we've ever seen, is it?
1: Not really. League sewn up yeah. weeks ago. Champs League nearly sewn up. Should be sewn up.
0: Yeah.
1: Relegation battle barring a miracle is is organised and you know and there, there's been. Three god awful teams for most of the season, um, and there's been one runaway outstanding leader, and you know, I will remember this Premier League season for for Man City just completely rewriting the whole, the whole book on how to win a Premier League and how to play football.
0: Yeah, I agree. Exactly the same. Um We'll move on to the playoffs then. Let's first look at the championship. So Friday night, Derby host Fulham. Uh, Saturday, Middlesbrough host Villa. Out of the four, who's your pick to go up?
1: Fulham. You? Yep.
0: I'm gonna go Borough. Ooh. Three to one, Borough. Um seven to four Fulham. And just to read you out the other two, Villa three to one as well. Derby outsiders of the lot five to one. Um I worry for Fulham. If there's any justice in football, Fulham will go up and I'd like to see them go up. But when you go on such a run um, only to lose out on the last day of the season and it makes it even more painful to know that you could have gone up if you'd have won considering Cardiff dropped points. Um, Now you've got to prepare for the slog of the playoffs. And I think it could be hard for them to get motivated again for this. But I hope I'm wrong.
1: You want us? You want them to get promoted? Yeah,
0: I do. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I think there's three teams more, more than you know. They justify for me, um, being in the playoffs and being in the Premier League. The whole lot of them, for me. Um, I'm looking at last season. Last season, I did a bit of research. Last season's uh, Championship semi finalists. Reading, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield and Fulham. So Fulham have been through this before, beaten over two legs, obviously, um, by uh, Reading 2-1. Yep. Um, they're a year on. I think the playoffs this year are a lot tougher than last year. I a agree. lot tougher. Yeah. I think Borough, Villa and Fulham are all Premier League teams ready and waiting.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think it's got to be one of those three. Five to one for Derby for me is a disgrace. It should be 55 to one. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think Fulham, I think they're the best team, best manager. They were in it last season. Um, You talk about motivation. All you have to do is think back a year ago and revisit the pain of being knocked out by Redding. And yeah, it's, it's all there for them.
0: Yeah, uh, I understand what you're saying. Uh, for me, Middlesbrough, I just think I look at them. I look, I feel like they've they're flying under the radar a little bit. They've had a really strong end to the season. They have got a really good squad. Tony Pulis, no, he's he's gonna know how to set up a team for this kind of situation. Um, he's got a Delma Triore firing on all cylinders, uh, and I think they could really be dark horses this playoff campaign.
1: Do you know what? If Middlesbrough get promoted, they'll they'll do well next year. Um, they've got the team, they've got the the foundations. I would not, you know, when Huddersfield got promoted last year, I was like, okay, wow, you know, how's this going to pan out? But, but you know, if Fulham, Villa, or Borough go up, they, they stand a really good chance. Um, kind of cementing themselves. Yeah. Back to the Derby, uh, Fulham game. Fulham. Thirty-one to twenty, I think it's a really good price. I honestly do. Um, yep, yeah, not bad. Yeah, I, I think, I think this is going to be, I think this, this is going to be no problem for them over the two legs. Derby may put up a bit of in a fight. Um, you know they have won their last two home games, but I think Fulham will have too much for them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely think Fulham will make it to the final. Um, I think Fulham Middlesbrough final for me.
1: Uh, I think Fulham Villa for me.
0: Ooh, we shall see. I like, I,
1: I do like Villa. Yeah, I do like Villa.
0: Fair enough. Um, we'll move on to League One playoffs then, shall we? Um, Shrewsbury have already played Charlton in the first leg of their semi-final. Uh, Shrewsbury won that one away, one nil. So subsequently. The odds to win the uh, playoffs for League One has kind of changed as a result of that. So Shrewsbury, the favourites, at thirteen to eight; Rotherham, a nine to four; Scunthorpe, three to one; Charlton, way out at eleven to two. Now, um, do you think Shrewsbury can do it?
1: Um, it would be the fairy tale. I think this is um, this was the big test for him. I think this was a really big test because. You know Charlton were the, yeah you know, Charlton were the chasers. We spoke before, we? the hunted and the hunters.
0: Yeah,
1: and Charlton have been the hunters for a lot of this campaign, especially with Bowyer and Jackson. Um, but you know they needed to win that game, didn't they? And and yeah. they didn't.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, Shrewsbury have come into this playoff campaign in terrible form, really. Just one win in their last seven. Um, that was at home to Peterborough. You know, they've lost against MK Dons, drew against Blackpool and Berry, lost they actually lost to Charlton in the league a few game a few weeks ago. Um so they did really well to win the first leg away from home, giving themselves a great foundation to push on from. I think the winner of this playoff will come from the winner of the Scunthorpe Rotherham game.
1: Mm. I'm interested in that. I know you spoke about justice earlier if there's any justice Fulham will get promoted yeah Shrewsbury finished on 87 points
0: yep and if there's any justice they'll get promoted as well but I don't think I just don't think they will Um, couple of reasons why I'm anti Shrewsbury for this one as I just mentioned poor form coming into this playoffs two poor form at Wembley um, they've lost already at Wembley this season to Lower League Lincoln in the FA Trophy final. Didn't score a goal. Three, they've played about 60 games this season. And it's a long, long slog, that is. Real long slog. And I think they could get a bit jaded. And I think fresher teams in better form could uh, you know do a number on them.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I think League One is is up in the air. Yeah, for me, I, I think League One is the hardest. Well, they're all hard, really, aren't they? Um, me and you are divided, you know. Um, even in the semi final for the championship, and I think there's a case for all teams before the Charlton Shrewsbury game. You know, I would have made a case for Charlton to to win the playoffs as well. Um, initially, I did go for Rotherham off air. Um, me and you had a chat a few days ago. Um, initially I did go for Rotherham I think they're the most capable of scoring and I think that's what's gonna that's what's gonna give them the edge I think they've uh, you know, they've just got the edge in terms of uh, scoring goals they scored uh, more than any other team uh, they actually scored scored eight more than Scumford however again you can argue the other way they have the worst defensive record mm. out of all four So it swings and roundabouts again. It's going to be very exciting.
0: You said Rotherham are the team most capable of scoring, but Scunthorpe has scored at least one goal in 24 of their last 25 games. You know, they at least get one in pretty much every game they play. Um, So if they can get one away at Rotherham, that's going to give them an excellent opportunity because recently they have been keeping it tight at home. Four wins out of the last five, all wins to nil. Um, they're coming into this playoff campaign in really good form and I just think I feel like they're going to do it
1: okay I can uh, you know what I mean you can make a case for every team can't you you
0: can you can, you can
1: make a case for every team they're all there for reasons because they you know the minimum they've been the best they've been the sixth best out of 24 teams yeah so yeah exciting times um, Rotherham for me it's going for for Tom
0: exactly uh, League two then Lincoln Exeter Coventry Notts County so the favorites to go up here are Coventry at five to two also joined by Lincoln at five to two they've got Notts at 10 to three and Exeter at about four to one um,
1: I want to I want to interrupt go on initially I it said Notts County. However, your argument for the team that you think completely sold me. So I'm just going to give you the stage (laughs) and give you the mic and you can take it away for League Two. Because you changed our mind and now I agree with you.
0: Nice. Okay. So for me, for League Two, I'm going to side with Lincoln. Um, They've got a favourable, I'd say, draw here in the semi-final against Exeter, um, 5-6. to to win that game on Saturday. But I'm saying Lincoln mainly because looking at this season, looking at last season, they've had the most fight, the most success in the big games. If we look at the FA Trophy win they've already had this year, the FA Cup run they went on last year, coupled with the promotion, they've shown in knockout situations they've got what it takes to win, they've got the fight to win, um, and they're good at the pressurised knockout format. They've proven that this season and last season. They're coming into the playoffs in reasonable form, especially at home, really, really strong at home. Exeter, on the other hand, are a bit wishy-washy. Bottle-jobbed the playoffs last year. They bottled it when they had a great opportunity to put pressure on the top three and get automatic this season. Looking at the other sides, County, Coventry... Notts County are again very very inconsistent I think this is going to be one step too far this season I think they'll be really they'll really go for a sustained promotion push next season but we've seen after Christmas they've really dropped off and Coventry I just can't back a team that loses 6-1 at home to Yeovil
1: <laughs> and there you have it um, yeah you completely sold me on that um, Coventry you know how many times have I said that I'm I'm not betting on them anymore? Yeah. Like I'm I'm just not. Again, yeah, you're right. They lose six one to Yeovil. How many times have we had them in bets and, and they've messed us around. They're one of those teams where I just cannot fathom how they finished as high as they did. Oh no. Because they seem to lose every weekend. <laughs> um and yeah, I think you're right. I think Knott's good at home. I I expect them to get to the final. I think it'll be a Lincoln Knots final
0: for me. Yeah, me too. Lincoln Knots final with uh, Lincoln to get the victory there.
1: Yeah, I I think that's spot on. I think that's spot on.
0: Nice. Um, That wraps up the Football League and wraps up all our tips for the 2017 18 season.
1: It's been emotional.
0: It's been great. It's been a fantastic season.
1: Yeah, it's been great. Uh, Really good season. So much to talk about as ever, um, yeah. Just can't wait for the World Cup now. Really, no. Uh, bit of playoff drama to get through, and then oh, it's all guns blazing for a, for the World Cup for a, a solid month.
0: Cannot wait. I can't wait to just watch games like Saudi Arabia, Russia that I'd never even bat an eyelid on.
1: Never, never. We'd laugh at that on the podcast. Yeah, but but, but guess what. <laughs> It's the game I'm looking forward to the most this year, arguably. <laughs> First World Cup game, mate. We can't beat it. Completely um, agree. Okay, guys. So now it's the time for the world-famous bomb-proof treble section of the show. Um, so this is the part of the show that me and Tom, we get all of our research, all of our knowledge, and all of our opinions, and we put it together in 2 bombproof bomb-proof trebles uh, for you guys to bet on. There's a little twist this week. We're going to do a joint playoff special, uh, Bomber Proof Trouble, which should whet the appetite. Uh, this part of the show is sponsored by Quiff. It's the home of Supercharge Betting. Uh, they've got an awesome app that I thoroughly recommend that you download. Um, any price that we read out, if you bet with Quiff, that can be boosted to you know, five times what it should be, 10 times, 20 times, 25 times. The possibilities are endless. It's really addictive and good fun. Um, so if you're interested, the iOS and Android links will be in all of our social media, the podcast description and everything like that. So, Tom, take it away for the playoffs special. What are we going for?
0: So we're going to go for Knotts County to qualify against um in their tie against Coventry and their Evens to do so.
1: We're also gonna go for Rovram and Scunthorpe. Both teams to score. It's five to four.
0: And then finally we're gonna go for Lincoln to win the League Two playoffs at five to two. So that ten pounds returns one hundred and twenty-six. So what we're doing here is essentially Scunthorpe-Rotherham both teams to score in the first leg, Notts County to get to the final and then Lincoln to beat them.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Notts. Thanks, Notts, for, uh, <laughs> for winning us a bit of cash, if you do. But we're ultimately, we think you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> Basically, much, yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, a little bit more of a complicated treble there. So... Hopefully that's all come across all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, hopefully it does. Um, if, you know, if anyone has any questions or anything like that, just get in touch with us. Um, let's move on to fantasy football.
0: Yeah, let's move on. Um, I've had a shocker this week. Use used Gabriel Jesus as my triple captain and he got me a total of nine points with triple captain. That's pretty cap- solid. With, with triple captain. <laughs>
1: wow pathetic wow i i i had i wish i could play two goalies i had ben foster who netted me 10 points and on the bench i had matt ryan who also got me 10 <laughs> points so <laughs> those two well uh, were just behind vardy on 11 so I, yeah. honestly i just wish i could play i, I wish I, I could have played ryan in defence that would have been a dream very
0: nice uh, you've gone up to 28th place. I see. I've gone up to 34th. Um, I think you're just gonna survive my late charge. I think there's what 29 points in it with one game week to go. Could be done. It could be done, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not. It could it. happen.
1: Yeah. It could happen, but it it shouldn't. No. It shouldn't. You you've been in your place the whole whole season, so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Let's have a look at people who actually know what they're doing. Um, We spoke about Charlie Donnelly. Charlie won our Google review competition, won a free bet. Niall McNally, the scoundrel, has wrestled the lead with the final game to go. Uh, He played his bench boost. Um, Wasn't great, but it it was better better than nothing. It got him an extra 14 points. Um, he actually got 107 points, largely down to Aubameyang. Um Amazing back three of Bertrand, Schindler, and Dunk, who amazingly uh, all got very high scoring points. And he's wrestled it from Charlie Donnelly. There's 17 points between them. Tom Arnold and Stephen Cairns, you know, if they pull off a, a miracle 110 point week, they're still in with a shout, but. It's a two-horse race, doesn't it?
0: It yeah, absolutely does. Um, no, what a game week. Absolutely smashed it. At the key time, to be fair to Niall, he's been leading for most of the season. So if he swoops in at the end and, and steals a win, then some will say that's just. But, um, yeah, fair play. It's, it's tight. It's exciting. I like that it's going right down to the wire.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um... You know, it's, uh, it's uh, three bets on the line, boys. So, you know, we'll announce a winner uh, um, in our next show. We're not 100% sure when that will be, but we'll be sure to let you know on social media. Uh, we may take a little bit of a break before the World Cup. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll definitely be bringing you World Cup content. Um, for, it's one of my favourite things to bet on. So, yeah, I, I, cannot, I cannot wait.
0: No, me neither. Um, think that, does that wrap us all up then, Tom, until uh, the World Cup rolls around?
1: I think so. Um, just want to say, we say this every week, but I just want to say we really appreciate the support this season. Uh, the podcast has got to places that we, we never thought it would actually get to. Oh, no, uh, no. We never really targeted some of the heights that we've reached. Um, It just started off as something fun and we're in, we've completed two, well, one and a half seasons now. Yeah, just Um, just under. We're about 18 months old.
0: Yeah. But yeah, this season's been fantastic in in terms of hitting new uh, heights for for listeners, uh, sponsorship, which we think is absolutely amazing that we've got this far already, Um, and we couldn't have done it without any of you guys um, and listening to the show on a weekly basis so I know we say it a lot but we do really appreciate it all
1: yeah we absolutely do Um, please remember guys if you do want to you know thank us for the season's entertainment we've brought you you can never go wrong by reviewing us on iTunes Uh, that is that is the the best thing you can do for us so please just go onto iTunes review the podcast help support us and fingers crossed we can end the season with a bang with a playoff special and then come back raging for the World Cup
0: <laughs> absolutely um, so until then guys it's bye for now we'll be back with a World Cup preview show in a few weeks we'll we'll announce everything on social media anyway um, to keep you all in the loop as to what's going
1: on yeah thank you very much guys for listening really appreciate it bye bye